Welcome everyone to a not quite Newsday, not quite regular episode of us testing the new setup. So very sorry that you haven't seen any episodes in quite a while, but we should be back in business now. And luckily, to save my ass as usual, I actually have Sinzar with me today. Hey, Sinzar. I am here to carry it as usual, like you say. Uh, carry it like your back has to hurt so much. <laughs> like, do you have back problems? Like, can I, you know, buy you a massage, give you a massage? You know, you know what I'm saying? I would not say no. <laughs> Great. All right. So, wow, a lot of stuff has happened and I feel like I've been out of it. So, so the reason why I was out is because I started a new job, uh, got uh, lost my old computer uh, and forgot to carry over all the setup. So it's been it's been just hell on earth. At the same time, my house is being remodeled. So I've basically, it, it's been really, really tricky to get anything up and running. But now I'm back. But I feel like I've missed everything in FB. So, uh, Cesar, before we get into the units, you were telling me something about a shard problem. Like, what's 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 up with that? I've seen some people in Discord talk about it too. Yes. Okay, so you know how last week the shard shop reset like twice in the middle of the week on top of resetting after maintenance anyway? Yeah, I was very happy so, about that because I got my Titus to EX2, so that was super nice for me. Mm-hmm. So that was apparently a big whoopsie. That wasn't supposed to happen. Well, um, obviously. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the way it's explained in the news is basically we are, they, when they copied over the, the JP UI update, they apparently copied over the JP shard system as well. And in JP, there's a permanent shard shop that just automatically resets on Sunday evening, depending on your time zone, every single week, it automatically refreshes with 10 shards and you can buy 10 shards of any, any permanent unit in the game, permanently forever and they're always there they re reset infinitely you can still go back and buy like uh axtar shards from the first or the second whatever you get it oh it's reset every week so so uh, instead of getting like the 50 so, so just if i compare it to gl immediately right like instead of getting yeah. the 50 shards as soon as the banner ends i'm gonna get 10 shards per week uh of that unit forever. but forever right For Yes, and they cost lapis. They cost. They, they're, they're, there is no VIP coins in JP, so it's it's one thousand lapis for uh, for ten shards. But I see two key shards now for VIP coins, though. Yes, yeah. Well, the VIP coins are a global thing. Okay. Um. So okay. So so when they merge the code, they they put our VIP system into the code of the JP shard shop not realizing it is apparently hard-coded to reset every week whether oh. they wanted to or not they can't they can't that's like a built-in function of the game itself wow so it's reset it, that's why it reset um well it, that's why it reset when they first put it in because it, it was a new system it, it started off fresh right and then on then on sunday <laughs> it reset and we got to buy it yet again and it would keep on resetting infinitely every week and they don't want that, obviously. That's 50 shards a week. So yeah. their solution is to now only put 15 shards in, which are going to refresh every Sunday. So, But, but, it, but for but, VIP but, but, coins. For VIP coins, and it's not permanent. It's, it's only going to be for the duration of, of their usual duration, which is like a month. So what this means is it's both a good and a bad thing. Right, okay, okay. On, on the one hand, you're going to get more shards for VIPs, you right, get a total of 
of 75 shards from VIP coins. Wait, 75? I thought it was just going to be like four weeks of 15 per. No? It is. Plus, when they first go in. So they're going to go in. Like, for example. Um, oh, so it's being refreshed to... four weeks addition. Okay, I get it. I get it. So technically five yeah. weeks then. So we get 70. Wow. But that's a buff. I mean, sure. Direct reaction is, yes, it's going to take us longer to get these shards, right? Like, obviously, before you could just wait until the banner ends and immediately get your 50. And many people relied on that to get the EX2 often. Like, that was the budget EX2 option. But I yes. guess now you have to wait for three weeks, right? Yeah. More than that. So you got to wait the the, 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 the the original two weeks before they even go into the shop. Right. And then once once they do go in, you've got to wait. Assuming you want to get the original 50 that we used to get immediately. So it would be, look, okay, let's, let's math this out. So on Thursday, 15. That Monday, 15, we're at 30. Week two, 15, we're at 45. So it's going to be three weeks after the banner comes. So five weeks from the unit release, before you get your 50 shards. That so five sucks, weeks. though. I, I can get why people are upset about that. But why doesn't Gumi mm -hmm. fix that by just releasing the VIP shards on the day one of the banner? Because it's like, so it's it's only 15 shards. So it's still not going to help you get those, get that EX1, right? Like they, they kind of get what they need, which is they want people to pull. But then people yeah. wouldn't have to wait as long because technically to get those 50 shards, yeah, you, you, it would there. almost be the same if they did that that is a your question is why that's a great question there has been about 542 different suggestions and better ways to handle this that players have recommended right um but they're, but they're they're doing it the goomy way yeah so but that, that's so weird because like obviously my my immediate thought is that units can sometimes like can suck five weeks after release i'm sorry oh, but course, that's yeah. just how it is right and a good example. I just shittered. I just shittered a, a. Actually, no, that was a bad example. Let me forget that example. I mean, if you get a strong unit, you might want to use it on that event or on the event that comes directly after. So if we have a DV now, that's your time to use Riku and fucking never again, right? Like that's. It's almost like that in this game, right? Exactly. And what they could have done is, for example, just like added fifty shards for the week and. That would, I guess, hurt players that like to wait wait weeks later. But, I mean, you could just add 50 shards for one week, make them buyable. And if you don't buy them that week, well, you missed out. Yeah, they yeah. could also do something like, you know, like, like you said, put them in on day one. That way, by the third refresh, that's two weeks later. We're at, like, 45 out of 50. So we're almost at, at where we used to be. It's, it's close enough. And then, you know, one more week, they'd get, they'd get the rest of it. Or they could have, for example, like Sisodus recommended, just bypass the JP shop entirely. Put the shards on like a a, 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 a Moogle in the far plane that can be directly edited however you want. Yeah, I like you that know, idea. I mean, like they it does. I, I get it that with the new UI upgrades, they'd want to put stuff in the shop because the shop now is kind of nicely categorized. Although nicely is, I guess, a, a matter of opinion, <laughs> but it's categorized and it's there. So they could have definitely, I, I know they want to, but I like Sisodus's suggestion could have just gone into the Moogle and we would have all been fine. Exactly. Yeah. So there, there, there's a whole bunch of better ways to do it, but th th this is how they're deciding to do it. So like I said, it's both a buff and a nerf. You know, you're getting more shards over time, but it's over time. Yeah. And I definitely get the drama. Like I, I get the drama. I get why people are upset because uh, units are fresh, really. Like it's when you get the unit, you really want to use it. 
actually, you know what? I, I, I thought of an even better example. So I got fucking Titus on his banner. Um, you know, I'm going to get to use him on 1DV and never again. So if I didn't have the chance to EX2 him, thanks to the actual snafu of, of, of the store, um, this unit would have never seen the light of day. And this is a unit I like. So, you know, uh, that literally means that if you get your shards five weeks later, you might not get to enjoy the units, right? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, some units are definitely power crept within <laughs> less than that even sometimes. Yeah. So, and, and maybe it's not even about being power crept. It's about being able to enjoy the units, right? Like you're not allowed to kind of have fun with your units. Many units become good at EX2 or become properly use, useful at EX2. And that's usually what people are waiting to get with those shards, right? Mm -hmm. And also uh, uh, with this current system, the next time we get like a limited banner, uh, you know, we're used to getting 100 VIP shards on day one in on limited banners. Uh, that won't happen. Well, it could, but only for one week then, right? Assuming they did it for one week, yes, they would. And actually... Honestly speaking, based on assuming the way I understand that if it's hard-coded to reset on Mondays, they couldn't even do it for a week because they'd go in on Thursday, they'd have to yank them out again by Sunday. So it'd be it'd be for three days. Well, but, but can't probably, they, like, I mean, they could obviously go in on Monday. You know what? I think, listening to you, I really hear this is a problem. I think Gumi's going to fix this. I, I think they're thinking about how to fix this. I think that what, what is in place now is basically a Band-Aid just to make it work for a while. Oh, Oh, yeah, they said that in the news. They said the next client update is going to fix this problem. So we, this is just until the next client update. That being said, client updates are usually like one or two months apart. So that could be, you know. So it's mostly Tsuki fans getting fucked over, basically, right? Because they're going to be the ones hurting. And I guess, you know, Riku and Yuna and now even Dagger fans, uh, because they are the ones suffering. Okay. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, I, I get that. I definitely get that, especially with a unit like Tsuki. Um so I, I fully get that. But, um, okay, I, 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 I see where this is going, but I'm happy then they are going to fix it. So it's fine. It's fine. Yes, they could have done something to fix it within a month, but, you know, it's not the end of the world. I'm really not that upset. And in fact, like, we're actually going to get the worst version back, right? Because now people are going to get 75 shards instead of 50. So, yeah, there is a downside to it, too, is what I'm saying. Yes, they're they're very likely going to uh, put it back to um, uh, the way the, the old way once they fix it. Yeah, exactly. Strict fifty after every uh, after every banner drops or after every banner stops. Okay, cool. So, so it's it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Just for speculation, though, or just for curiosity, um, would you have preferred they keep it like the JP way, uh, where it's like ten shards per week, but forever? Or, or do, you, do, you prefer, do you prefer the global way where you get 50 within a limited time frame only? So 10 shards per week forever, but only paid by Lapis, right? In JP it is, yeah. So a global, I would assume we would keep, we'd keep the VIP coins, but instead of 50 once, it'd be 10 per week for infinity. I mean, that's, that's really a hard question to answer. Like, obviously, that's going to make it faster to get to EX3 for units, right? Because then... Like with with the dungeon, okay, somebody needs to math this out, but it's it's not gonna take two hundred days anymore, right? Like it's gonna be a lot shorter than that. You're you're basically getting a bit more than double, so it's gonna take less than one hundred days to get a unit to ex three, and that's nice. That would have been mm -hmm. a, a cool bonus. Um, 
But on the other hand, I really am feeling this, like I'm a person, I have a very hard time waiting for things and delaying gratification. We've said that many times on this podcast. I think having to wait those five weeks to get those 50 shards to EX2 a unit, I think that's tough. Because I'm actually thinking of the example right now. So I, I just shittered a songstress Yuna. And I, I'd actually like her to go to EX2. Um, mm-hmm. And I might be able to do that on reset when her shards come out in VIP shop, if I buy some Lapis shards too. And if I had to wait for five more weeks, I'd probably lose all interest in the unit though. Like, I don't know. I, I would probably use use my interest, lose my interest in, in the unit is what I'm thinking. So oof, it's a tough question. Like, what do I care about more, EX3 or getting that EX2 quickly? What would you prefer? Um, I think most of the time I'd I'd prefer the the 50 that Global does. We get 50 immediately, and that's, uh, well, 50 after two weeks. Because that, like, you know, it makes it, like, up front, and it's good. But sometimes, for example, I'll, like, you know, off-banner a Neovision's Vaughn, and I'm like, Okay, I didn't really go all in his four shards because I wasn't planning to pull him. And now that I have him, I'd love to get more shards for him. But oh wait, they're they're gone. So that kind of sucks. No, too. for sure. I've I felt that many times. Like you get a unit and you didn't buy the VIP shards. You didn't prepare. So you know that unit is a sitting duck. Obviously, well, it's that's not technically true anymore because we do have the shard dungeon. So these units you can put in for twenty days. Although that's a big commitment, and that's also you know, 20 days longer duration for the EX3s that everyone is working on in the Shard Dungeon. So I don't know. I, I lean towards uh, siding with you here. I, I do like the 50 up front. I, I do like that. And I guess like EX3 gets to be slower because you get to do it in the Shard Dungeon. Having said that, I would love for Gumi to implement some type of system that would actually give us a chance to buy older shards from time to time. It doesn't have to be permanent. But, you know, the 20, the 20 shards you need to go from 30 to 50, so you can at least EX1 the unit. Those would be nice if they reoccur from time to time, like in some way. I, I don't know how, but it would be nice. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, okay, so... Uh, just... this is Okay, I'm sorry, it's totally off-topic. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, well, it, it's news. Okay, so I guess I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. So a friend, so a, a friend of mine was banned from Brave Exvius yesterday, um, and like he, the, you know, the new the, the the net message said that he was banned for uh, abusing the refund system, and he was like, "I've never refunded anything in the game. This is BS." Okay. So, yeah, because people usually ref- abuse that by buying something and then refunding it immediately, and you actually don't lose the lapis you bought but mm-hmm. you get the money back. However, it is a very bannable offense. I would not suggest anyone to do this ever. Yeah, exactly. He, he said, he said he absolutely never did. And we were kind of like, you know, it, it makes sense because, you know, this guy, he's, he's, he's cool. We, we didn't think he did. And, but he got banned for it. He's been going to support. But they just put out news in the game literally just now, uh, a, a emergency report or whatever, a small number of users were temporarily banned after yesterday's maintenance. This ban was completely unintended and in no way reflects the actions of those users. Our team has fixed the problem and all the bans have been removed, compensation being discussed. Then uh, they deeply apologize. So yes, it turns out that he was apparently 
incorrectly flagged as cheating, and he wasn't. So that's awesome. Oh. And it's not just him, by the way. I actually saw some other people. There's a post on Reddit. There's a, it, it seems to be a relatively small issue. Only a few people got affected. But people on Reddit were like, WTF, I've never done anything in this oh, game. Oh, man, like, that has cheat. to suck. I mean, being yeah. exposed to something like this has to suck really bad. So I'm super happy they caught it and fixed it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then they just put out news that the, the, that the, it was a problem on the games, and they were they were incorrectly flagged, and they've been fixed and un- unbanned, and they're going to compensate them. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So people that were, um, you know, if you if you weren't able to log in, you're like, WTF? It's been fixed. Nice. So now they're getting probably fifteen thousand lapis, one hundred and sixty <laughs> pulls, and <laughs> oh, man. oh man, I'm still so <laughs> jealous about the Facebook compensation. You don't even know. <laughs> 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 Okay, okay, listen, uh, we need to jump into these units because, like, soon my lunch break is over and I have to go okay, back to okay, work. Okay, okay, um, let's, let's do it. So we've talked about a lot of other stuff, but let's actually talk about that we have a Final Fantasy IX banner ongoing now. And Final Fantasy IX is is one of the Final Fantasies that has a big, well, I'm not going to say a big fan following, but a lot of people that are kind of hardcore fans seem to say that Final Fantasy IX is one of their favorite games. And understandably so. Great. It's a great game. Like, have you played it, Cinzar? I would rank it as my number one Final Fantasy. Yes, yeah, there, that's we, my go. Favorite there one. we go. It's a beautiful game, has a beautiful story, great character development, great depth of characters, uh, a lot of fun mechanics uh, in the game itself, uh, some really tough endgame bosses. Like, I mean, it's a great game. It's a great game. I, and I think it's even, like, available on mobile nowadays. So you can probably go play it on your phone. Cool. So, um, we get, we're getting uh, two very important uh, girls uh, from the game. We are getting uh, Garnet, or, oh, sorry, actually, I, I did it again. I said Garnet before. <laughs> I, was, I was even searching the wiki for Garnet. No, we're getting Dagger. We're getting, uh, what was her name again? Determined Dagger. Determined Dagger. And then, the yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bit weird. Uh, and then the second girl we're getting is Planet Destroyer Kuja. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, I sneak peeked your calc since our uh, dagger seems pretty strong in DV. She is. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's legitimately high. She's got uh, you know great spirit, high modifier, and she's got the proper element to get that one hundred percent amp from Sylvie on our currently. Um, really powerful, you know, Thunder teams, which most people are, or at least ran last DV. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, we didn't say this, but she's an evoker. So she won't be contending for killers and she's using completely different gear compared to your main DPS. Um, right? Well, or no? Is she, is, she, is she though? Because now we've got Tsukiko, now we've got Yuna, and on a final boss, you could in theory run all three of them and. Uh, oh, that's what like you mean. So, like, if you have Tsuki and if you have Yuna, then you're actually strapped for gear, for exactly. sure. On the wait, wait, but hold on. Don't they have different stats? Like, isn't or or is Tsuki Spirit too? Well, well, they, they scale on different stats, but uh, I'm talking about like basically the the material. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and for and sure. Both- like like Luna Freya STMRs and your Yuna Leska STMRs and so on. Yeah. And, and and actually, for the gear itself, it's kind of shared, too, because, like, Rydia's headband goes on both of them. True, uh, true. The, well, the, the chest slot would be different between the two of them. But, yeah, it's, it's still a whole lot of overlap. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so, so, true, now that we're getting strong evokers, evokers are no longer the free... Well, <laughs> if you have one unit, like, evokers are strong. Like, this is such a... such a Like, I love this. I would have loved to pull a Garnet or a Tsuki for this reason alone, because, like, 
I recently pulled a Balthier and I am guaranteed to use Balthier for the next DV because it makes gearing easier <laughs> and faster. Uh, I would have loved to have an Evoker for this very same reason. Uh, that's that's uh, okay. But uh, you're right. But she's strong though. And she's a Thunder Evoker that's spirit based, right? Yes, correct. And so I'm, I'm going to now cheat a bit and go back to the wiki because I already forgot um, what she actually, uh, how she actually works. But is she a true Brave Shift unit? Um, no, she's a trans shift. Ah, uh, she is a know, trans. Basically, the theme. Uh, I'm pretty sure, 99% sure she's a trans shift. Yeah, she is. She, uh, she is. So she basically is like any other evoker we have got, or many other, I'm going to say, evokers that we have gotten, is that she is seems to be evoking in her uh, shift form. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, she also has things that she does, like the 50% amplify field. And that won't work on evokers, but it does buff the rest of the party by 50%, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, now this is kind of like the drama part. Uh, be- she also has a skill that goes kind of like Balthier Fran, where she buffs up Zidane, but Zidane did not get his upgrades on Global. So even though she does still have the skill to buff Zidane, Zidane is outdated and it's kind of like worthless. But they, was this they, even good in JP? Yes. In, J- in JP, they don't have Sylvie. So they had no way to buff up. Um, you, uh, Daggers modifiers. They do have um, the single target 100% Thunder Amp from Sakura, but they would usually give that to someone like uh, Balthier or something instead of her. Uh, but yeah, so what she would usually do is you would bring her for the field, and then you would bring Zidane, and Zidane with his buffs is an 89 defense breaker, which is the highest possible in JP. Right. So you'd bring you'd bring Zidane, you'd bring a Thunder team, you'd bring Balthier, and you would use Yuna's field, not Yuna, you'd use Garnet's Dagger's field, <laughs> you'd, you'd break with Zidane, you'd amplify the party with Sakura, and you'd give like the 100% amp to, for example, Zidane or something, and then you would use Dagger to buff Zidane, and you'd bring like Balthier, and that, that would be your whole party, and you'd do a bunch of damage. Okay. And that was the way it worked. Interesting. Now on, yeah, now on Global, we've got AUE amplifies, so uh, Zidane isn't quite as big of a deal because now the whole party has an amp, including dagger. Normally you wouldn't give it to just dagger in JP. And that was, that was, you had, you had one person to pick right? and it would usually go to like, like Balthier or something. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, but, but now that Sylvie broke the meta and then Tsuki came in and shat on the meta again, uh, we're kind of having a different situation. So, okay. So not as strong, but I mean, still, she's a very strong evoker for DV just doesn't have that. It's again, a shame, you know, I've, I'm almost tired of complaining about this, but it's such a shame that they're not upgrading old units. I see no reason to do it other, other than, you know, like laziness, um, I guess like not enough time if if you want to be nice, but still it's such a shame. And, and especially since this, I mean, obviously these are the two main protagonists from this great game, right? And for the same reason that people were pulling on Final Fantasy XII, although I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them, uh, for the same reason people were pulling on Final Fantasy XII, you know, that's the same reason you'd be wanting that iconic duo in your DV team. And they've kind of taken that from us. And that, that, that I think, is really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Super shame. But yeah, uh, so she seems like a great unit. Again, uh, has those fields which are super strong and complements... Uh, um, Sylvie really well. Like if you don't have Tsuki, this is 
well, probably as good because this is an amp field, whereas two keys fields are much better for evokers because that's a um, imperil field. Um, but this is probably, probably, I, I, I don't know, somebody should math this out, but this is probably stronger for the non-evokers though, uh, uh, daggers fields. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, now th th this is kind of weird because th th these elements kind of overlap on the light element because she does have a fifty light amp field, and Suki has has a thirty light imperil field. Um, so those Suki, would work. Yeah, and then Suki could chain light element for good damage, but uh, Dagger has no light damage at all in her kit, so she'd be like standing there and. Or she could buff Sedane, but no. But 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 hold on. Wouldn't like any of Tsuki's fields then work with Dagger? Because Dagger could be doing her lightning amp field and Tsuki. Well, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is if you're if you're doing the light lightning amp field, Suki has no lightning and peril field. Oh she doesn't. Ah oh, shit, I forgot that. No, no, no. Okay, okay, yeah. So you can't really combine those. If you wanted to do a pure lightning theme, then you, you'd have to bring what? Like old Sakura, right? She's like the only imperil field we have. Yes, yes. If you want to do an imperil field, it'd be Sakura. But um, at that point, like it's definitely not you're not it. bringing you're, you're not bringing it just for that twenty five imperil. Yeah, field. for Cause, sure. Because guess what else we skipped? The crowns for Sakura to upgrade uh, her field. Yeah. Okay, this is so weird. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, it's like these old units not getting these upgrades. Yes, these old units got really good upgrades. I mean, we're still missing Nickel, right? Like we were supposed to have him a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, and to be honest, like I, I, I kind of understand skipping Nickel because skipping Nickel does mean that Yuna is less dead in the water, <laughs> if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Um, but. Uh, but for, you know, skipping Sak Sakura, like, okay, maybe so I guess like Dagger would be less. Although Dagger has so much more. Like, it's not like Yuna, who basically has her one thing. Dagger actually has a lot of, of her personal contribution as well. So I don't know why they would skip Sakura's upgrades. Makes no sense. Super shame. Super shame. Super shame. They're not upgrading old units either. I am super sad. I'm also super sad because I haven't pulled Dagger yet. I would love to pull her because uh, uh, she is a very cool unit and I love her sprite. And she comes from a really good game, like an actually good game, not like that garbage fire that Final Fantasy XII is. Okay, so the other girl on the banner, as we already said, is Planet Destroyer Kuja. So um, what does he do? Like, is he a breaker? It seems like, and a magic damage dealer. He destroys planets. It's right in the title. He destroys planets. He is a planet destroyer. Like, man, <laughs> like I keep doing this joke that uh, Kuja is a girl, and that's only because the first time I played Final Fantasy IX uh, on my PlayStation, I was convinced Kuja was a girl. And there's this scene, I don't know if you remember it, Sinzar, if it's been a long time, but, but in uh, Burmesia, when you kind of like... In, in the ruins and there's this rain and you get to see him and he's like doing his whole Britney Spears thing with the crop top and like naked stomach, right? That's the first time you're introduced to Kuja with his like actual full CG movie. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The whole party's laying there all like basically half dead because they fought Beatrix and Kuja walks up in his thong and he's like, I'm the boss of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if they didn't uh, do any pronouns in that scene or something. I was one like for the longest time in that game, I was convinced Kuja was a girl. For the like, until I saw somebody call him a he, and I was like, "Wait, what?" 
Okay, good for him, you know. Um, okay, but we do have Kuja. He's destroying planets. But is he really, though? Is he actually strong? No, not really. No, he is unfortunately just the copy-paste of the JP Breaker template. Uh, you know, Emperor So yet Bond. another huge imperil then, right? Yep, he's the light element in peril. So he's the big light element in peril. Can we use that on any, like, what, what were the elements of the latest trial now again? It was wind and something else? Uh, wind and earth for the most recent one, Raphaelisia. All right. Uh, the, the next one is going to be uh, fire, ice, dark, so not for that. But the one after that is catastrophe. And yes, light is the primary weakness of catastrophe. Okay. So he could be used for that. So it's kind of like those that had Emperor had an easier time doing Rafflesia. Those that have pulled Kuja and get him to EX2, I should say, probably, will have an easier time uh, playing that trial, I guess. If they didn't pull Tsukiko, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Tsuki is definitely an option. Yeah. Tsuki is too strong. Um, <laughs> I would have loved to pull her as well. I did not. Okay, so not much to say then. It's it's. I'm looking at the kit, and it's really a, a copy paste kit, like some some nice flavor text in in the abilities, but otherwise it's basically the same thing. You're looking at a unit that can do okay breaks, but actually too weak, and then has a tiny burst of their own as they are imperiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like his his damage is very low. Uh... Yeah, but you get his you get his uh, his clothing, which is for males only. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, nice. Although, like uh, the I don't know, it just looks weird on the icon. But yeah, you, you don't really see like the whole you know thong and uh, crop top thingy going on in in the actual icon of the well, uh, STMR. You don't see it in the icon, but if you read the flavor text, it tells you all about it. Okay, it does. It does. Nice, nice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and then his uh, as accessory is not great either, because uh, it's a magic 500 flat magic accessory for Final Fantasy IX units, but who wants that? Well, him, I guess. It, do it does buff Vivi, and oh. like Vivi gets like a small minor resurgence after onion night comes out but even then it's still not really worth but it's usable okay i don't know well buffing vivi is always nice i wish i pulled marilith but i didn't so i guess i'm, I'm stuck here with well, all the plebs that's what i was talking about the uh neo visions awakened onion night which you absolutely have yeah uh we'll do the same thing as Marilyn, but better oh okay oh okay so so vv might get okay nice nice then i'm happy that i'm uh, that i haven't uh made another ex2 vv and i'm saving for an ex3 vv good good um okay so unfortunate uh I, we didn't actually talk about the tmr and stmr of garnet i have or dagger god damn it um <laughs> so uh well, they're, both, they're, they're, they're both correct uh, yeah, I guess. Yes, but like this unit is called the Termin Dagger. And those of you that don't know and haven't played Final Fantasy IX, uh, Garnet is her true name, but she changes her name to Dagger since I was making this joke. <laughs> she changes <laughs> her name to the first thing she gets. She gets the Dane's Dagger and cuts off her hair uh, in order to, uh, because she, she has kind of, she's half abducted, half escaped uh, and uh, or fled from home. So she's kind of changing her appearance. Uh, and she decides to rename herself to Dagger because that's the first thing she gave her. What if Zidane gave her something else? Like, what if he gave her herpes? You know, like, would she be, like, determined herpes? I don't know. That would be weird. Pretty much, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, she seems to have a nice evoke TMR though. Uh, this is actually really good. Wow, this is an STMR level TMR for evokers. It, it, it is, in fact, an STMR. And yes, it is pretty much the best in slot for all evokers. Yeah, wow. Really strong. Very nice. Uh, again, happy for all of you fuckers that pulled her. Uh, and, and her I STMR is fucking amazing. Holy shit. Oh, that's what I was talking about, the STMR. Oh, no, no, I was looking at the TMR. I mean, the TMR is almost as good as, like, you know, Luna Freya's STMR. Uh, oh, I get you. I get you. But, but, but the STMR is fucking crazy. Holy crap. Yes, and I've seen comments asking, um, does her STMR stack? Uh, the All the evocation stuff does on every unit, so that's fine. The only thing that doesn't stack is the flat stack. Right. So only one of those will work. But the 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 other passive, the boost evocation damage, yeah, that stacks. Holy crap. So if you have two STMRs, so if you pull two daggers because you're a lucky son of a bitch, um, you're good. Wow. Okay. Okay. Evoke meta. I like it. I like it. I'm just sad that I've always loved evokers. I've always played with evokers. And for the first time when their meta is actually here, I don't have evokers. So uh, <laughs> that sucks. Well, actually, that's not true. I did have Terra when she came out, obviously. So when that meta came out with evokers, I did have the evokers for it. But not for this meta. Uh, okay, cool. But very fun. And we didn't get really anything else, right? Like we just got a raid. For uh, for this banner, like the 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 five step or the five level trial is an actual joke. Uh, you can bring whatever to it, right? So yeah, pretty much. And yeah, that's that's kind of the whole week of content. Not a whole lot going on. Not a whole lot going on, but a lot. If you're a Final Fantasy IX fan, you get to use these amazing units, and you know you get to use the Dane. And oh no, wait, you don't. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right, Bill. I just, I sometimes I just hope that they listen to player feedback and actually fix that and give us some of these units that we like. I'm just so sad they don't. Mm. It, it'd be nice. Anyway, I guess this is it for this week. Thank you a million for joining me, Sinzar, and helping me test out the new audio setup and for heralding the comeback of regular scheduling, I guess. Uh, it's been great. Can't wait to do it on the Newsday this week. It'll be fun. So what are we expecting this week? Like, let's look into the crystal ball. What do we think we're getting? Um, Based on the JP schedule, the next week should be Van Harma. Oh, shit. Isn't he actually pretty strong, right? Like, I've seen the, the future yeah. units calculations. And isn't Van Harma? Okay, maybe I misremember. I mean, okay, technically speaking, sure, but... No. Okay, then no. let's let's save it for next week. This is a cliffhanger, okay? Tune in for the Newsday next week, and you're going to hear why Sinzar is shitting on this unit. Although, to be fair, Sinzar is shitting on all units that are just not doing the very top of the meta. You're kind of like you're kind of like Muspel was. You remember Muspel? He was doing this shit where he was like just pulling for meta units and the strongest meta units. I mean, I guess <laughs> I apologize for liking to get like rank one in Clash of Wills and stuff. Yeah, My no, bad. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just, I really honestly don't know what I'm going to pull for this DV though. Like, I mean, obviously Titus, he's now EX2. Obviously I'm bringing him. I might probably do something cool with Songstress Yuna. I feel like they two have, like they have some type of synergy, right? Like she can still give him an amp and do some chaining on her own, right? She's not entirely worthless. If you're going with a water team, sure. 
well, I'm not, but like Titus <laughs> can't help it, right? Like he's going to be water anyway. So she'll, she'll at least make sure he has a hundred percent amp, right? Sure. But, but at that point you're bringing his amp from 50 to a hundred. So you're increasing his total damage by 25% by bringing a second party slot. Yeah. But, but the, I guess the benefit of songstress is that she at least isn't like, she can at least do something like she does do some damage with her LB, right? 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 I mean, I guess so does Sylvie when she changed her bolting strike skill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And how many times have I used that? <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I might even bring both here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much, Sinzar, for chilling. And I also see that some fuckers have joined us in Discord. Like, I, I, I didn't ping you all. What the fuck are you doing in here? This is a private... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're all very <laughs> welcome. Uh, okay, okay. Finally, a new episode. Let me see if I can also now figure out the video stuff so that this can actually go out. Thank okay. Thanks again, Cesar, and have a great day, everyone. See you in a bit.